Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com, episode 245. We're going to talk about the 30th anniversary edition of Chris Jericho's career on AEW Dynamite and maybe some other stuff. I don't know. You listen to this podcast, you know what's going on. But before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me as she does every week is... The Hiroki Goto to my Tomohiro Ishii, Marianne. Excellent. I could be worse. You, you. I mean, you are a stupid samurai. That is. <laughs> but I could be Togi Makabe. <laughs> my God, Ed, you, that is very true. But rounding out <laughs> our trio this week, very exciting. Uh, you could call him the Yoshihashi to round out our trio. Here is our good friend Dan. Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you. I, I can't believe I got to be Yoshihashi. That's I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> Let me tell you, I sat here and go, I need to find a six. I need to find a a trio. I, I don't. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's like the easiest one. Come on now. Can I be honest about something? I've been listening to you guys for so long. I, I have at times that I wonder what trio we'd be if I was on the podcast. And now it's been answered. There you go. <laughs> what I came up with was the Mean Street Posse. So this is way better. Oh, no, this is this is way better. Way John, better. John's just way better. John, do you want to tell Dan what what I what I texted you? When? When I was so when Dan was typing in the notes. Uh, I will pull it up right now. <laughs> uh, this is in all caps. John, Dan is typing in our chat. Dan, and then Dan with at least seven ends. <laughs> And I responded in the moment. I told my mom uh, yesterday, I was like, Mom, I'm recording with John and Dan tomorrow. Do you know how exciting that is? And she went, Dan is a Yeti. And I went, Yes. And she went, Woo! Your your mom knows who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren was also very excited. I I said, I think Dan's going to record with us next week. Yeah, my mom knows who you and Dominic are. I'm very flattered. Uh, (laughs) Everyone's so excited I'm going to be here. And I'm just like, I, I, I just keep thinking, well, at least I don't have to listen when I screw it up. <laughs> I mean, you know, that is the beauty of guesting on being podcasts. On, yeah, exactly. You, it is. You it already is. know what's being said, so you don't have to listen to it again. Yeah, but I think my fiance said she was going to listen, and that has me very nervous about oh, my now performance. You have to censor there yourself. You don't censor yourself. I mean, Dan. I mean, this is like the most lax of all podcasts, I think. That's true. Probably. Could probably you picture me on anything that wasn't lax? No. Exactly. I don't uh, even know what the I most serious thing. We, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the most serious thing we've ever spoken about, and I can't think of it. And we've really known each other either. forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't think we honestly haven't. So maybe soccer. Maybe. And even then, that wasn't serious. I mean, that's a sport. Sports are not serious. <laughs> Actually, they are serious business sometimes. But. Uh, Dan, so you told us you've been listening since episode 40 or 60? Somewhere in Stuck that in range. Dominic. Um, what have you been listening, Dominic? Which- it, was, it was after Marianne started, but I don't know. It must have been soon after because I've been listening for a really long time. Because I was terrible. <laughs> that is no, just no, like, no, no. that blows my mind. Because let's see. So that was WrestleMania 32? 
it was the one, yeah, with the Bray Wyatt Undertaker match and Triple H just the world champion. Oh yes. Well, yeah, whatever that happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm going back in time. I'm trying to find it right oh my now. God. In real time. Oh, so we were we still watching Lucha Underground at that point? Probably. Yes, I think you were. Uh, Remember oh that garbage? <laughs> well, the first season was fine. And then I don't know what happened after that. Oh I really enjoyed Lucha Underground at first and then it was I like the first season anymore. of Sleepy Hollow. Does anyone remember that show? Okay, the first season of Sleepy Hollow was, <laughs> was lit. Was very good. Yes, it, you could even say it was lit. But then the finale was hot garbage, and then season two happened. It was like, what the fuck happened? I was so upset. My mom really liked that show, and she hates any show that's like fantasy themed. Weird. Fantasy or superhero, <laughs> like fantasy or superhero themed. So every time we're like, you need to watch Umbrella Academy with us, she goes, fuck off. And then like, we'll watch wow. it with us. Like it's, it is absurd. They filmed that show in my neighborhood. Really? Not. Uh, parts of it anyway. Uh, some of it was filmed at the park where I take my dog. Uh, so you're saying that David Castaneda was in your neighborhood. I don't know who Diego. that is, but yes. Number two, <laughs> the brown one. I have not seen the show. I uh, love him. Yeah, they, they filmed that one here and The Boys as well. The Boys actually oh. walked off a bunch of my street and it was kind of annoying. But. So Carl Urban was in your neighborhood. Carl Urban of Lord of the Rings fa- fame. Maybe. I don't know if he was in those scenes. Holy uh, shit. <laughs> Dan, but Dan sounds basically brain. like me when I walk by anything that's filming here, and I'm like, I don't care, just please leave. Well, they put <laughs> they put they put flyers all over the cars, like we're shooting a show, The Boys, based on Garth Ennis's comic book, and it's this whole long thing. And they I made an essay out of it. Oh my god! Yeah, and it like it made it really hard to walk my dog because they had shit all over the street, and it was just uh, weird. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. You don't see shit like that here at all. Well, I mean, in Morgan Hill. Well, they they did film uh, part of Flubber at San Jose State. (laughs) (laughs) Flubber. Well, I mean, that makes sense because Robin Williams was was local, too. He's a San Francisco guy. They used to film a lot of movies in my high school. That's Uh, crazy. Like, I I remember Hillary Duff being there for something. They shot uh, Billy Madison there. That was long before I was there, obviously. Billy Madison. uh, and a movie where uh, Antonio Banderas teaches uh, tough kids to be good students by dancing. By dancing. So it's a ripoff of, of, um, oh my God, what's that one movie? My mom was dangerous minds. No, the teacher in like, in like ghetto LA that, uh, Oh, it's math. Yes. uh, How do I reach these kids? (laughs) Um, yeah, but it was like ballroom dancing and that's uh, crazy. And also he would, (laughs) Sounds yeah. about right. Stand and deliver. That's the name Stand of that. Stand and deliver. Yes. I wanted to say to Sir with Love, but that's a different movie. And I <laughs> I, I, I do I know I do I do it with Stand and Deliver, but my brain said to Sir with Love. Either so, one's speaking, fine. Speaking speaking of things that you, you want to remember, or you, you you see it and you're like, I know this, but don't like can't figure it out. Yes. I went to Taco Bell today. Oh, what a segue. This is a great segue. Yes. <laughs> this is this is a wrestling podcast, but we always, yet, without fail, we'll talk about <laughs> fast food or drag queens. Yes. I went to Taco Bell because I saw that they have what they call a dragon fruit freeze. Mm-hmm. 
And from the pictures, it looks like it might have cream in it, like a like a strawberries and cream situation, which right. I went, no, ma'am. Oh. Um, but it isn't. It's just like a like it's just white with like a swirl like in it. It's really pretty. I, sh- I sent John a picture. Of I it. saw it. I can't. And confirm. I tasted it and I went, OK, this has a little bit like maybe it's a coconut taste, but it tasted super fucking familiar. And I would not get out of the car and go to work until I figured out what it was. <laughs> so I was sitting in my car. So you don't have a job. Is what you're doing. I was just sitting in my car angry angrily messaging John <laughs> just going John Jaren I can't figure out what this taste is it's like juice or a popsicle and then I sat there and went through everything that I could think of that was even remotely like that and then I came up with it actually tastes exactly like a big stick the popsicle the big oh stick. I don't know if they have those in Canada Dan well, they, they do um, they do yeah that's what it tastes like it tastes like a blended up version of a big stick okay surprisingly there's very few Taco Bells in Toronto anyway uh, that is upsetting there's more now but i remember when i got my first job it was by with one of like there was four in the city at the time and i had friends like can you come out to my place 45 minutes away on the subway and bring me taco bell from your job uh because there was one right next to my work (laughs) oh my god that's crazy we only have we only have two in town but my town is small and you live in like a big city and john lives in like the biggest city so i'm quite lucky as i have a taco bell like three minutes from my house john used to live within walking distance literal less than a block from a jack-in-the-box now i do I, we don't we don't have those i uh, you don't have jack-in-the-box no no they Fuck they don't have everything. it and neither do um, um east coast doesn't have it either yeah well east coast um it, they i don't yeah they don't have it because i remember bringing jack-in-the-box tacos to chuck taylor and he went these have lettuce on them and he wouldn't eat them because they had lettuce and so we gave them to trevor lee instead <laughs> oh my goodness yeah I, i've um I've, I've never even been on the west coast of this country let alone america so i've never seen a jack-in-the-box so you're telling me i've been to the west coast of your country and you haven't yeah it's really far away yeah it's super far i always forget like i'm like oh it's the same length as our country. No, it's no wider. Way. It's wider. No Canada, way. A bit wider, only Canada by a little bit. Canada is the Daniel. second largest landmass in the world. It's uh, huge. Yes. Yeah, it's Russia's the only bigger one in terms of like actual physical and size. Russia's mostly empty space. Yeah, it's, well, so is Canada. Yeah, I was uh, going to say Canada <laughs> is too, actually. All right. Let's uh, let's talk yeah. about let's talk about <laughs> AEW Dynamite. We start off the show. Guys, it's a Chris Jericho love fest. And let me tell you, Marianne, your boy Chuck Taylor, I think he got a little choked up talking about his, his so? idol, Chris Jericho. I've seen him more emotional than that. I but think, he is, I mean, he kind of. Half of his, he wasn't lying, though, when he says he owes, like, his career. Because half of Chuck Taylor's gimmick is a full-blown Jericho ripoff. Like, he even admits it. Oh, He's yeah. like, I'm surprised nobody has accused me of being a Jericho ripoff before. Yeah, he says that on Best Friends all the time. Say, I, like, I'm just a shitty indie Jericho. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And I say all of this while I'm sitting in my Jericho. Um, <laughs> my Chris Jericho chair. And uh, fun fact, I am only about seven months older than Chris Jericho's wrestling career. How do you love that, John? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, so everyone's talking, saying nice things about Chris Jericho. And then we go to a 25-man booth um, where Jim Ross calls Ricky Starks, Ricky Staggs. And I was like, well, this is off to a great start. And then Shivani dropping that music knowledge. Good for you, Tones. Yes. And we opened. I was like, way to go. Correct that mistake to make it a fact. 
So we had, oh my goodness, we had JR, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, Taz, and Ricky Starks on we commentary. We Ricky. We only technically had Ricky Starks. I think he said about three things. Yes, uh, I think he really, I think maybe he realized there's 18 people over here. I don't really need to say anything. Well, that's good for him because most people don't realize that. Yes. Oh my goodness. So many people over there. That was ugh, way too much. But we opened the show with a match for the FTW Championship. Brian Cage taking on Will Hobbs. Bay Area is East, East PA. He's the most famous person from East Palo Alto. I I don't I don't disagree with that. Because East Palo Alto and regular Palo Alto are two different cities. Yes, they uh, the, are. This I is my first time. Oh, this is my first time seeing uh, him because, uh, you know, he's only new to AW, which I hardly watch. And he doesn't ever wrestle in my part of the world. Uh, but I like seeing guys that you actually you two get to see. I've, a few of them have made their way here and I've always find it very exciting to see that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's exciting to see people that you've like not only like you're familiar with where they're from. You live within driving distance of where they're from. Like yeah. East Palo Alto is not a fun place. And in my mind, I was thinking he to me, he's the most famous person from East Palo Alto. And then I was like, but Palo Alto in general has like. James Franco is from Palo Alto. Oh, that's where Facebook is. and Facebook, and that's all those people are from Palo Alto. They, they either lived or were born in Palo Alto. Yeah. Like, can I, uh, yeah. Can I tell you guys a story about a wrestler that you from your area coming here that was very funny to me? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, Tyler Bateman came up here for one Smash <laughs> Wrestling show. Uh, oh, my God. He, what he, a bizarre he, man. He teamed with The Butcher and the Blade. It was, it was really good. And... I went up to talk to him. I said, hey, man, it's really great to see you. You know, I have friends in California. They see you at like PWG and APW. And he had just wrestled. And he's like, thanks for a second. He goes, yeah, I've been to those places. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I said, yeah, well, they told me, they, you know, they've said really good things. It was nice to see you in person. And he just stared at me and in a very low voice just goes, and you don't feel lied to. And I said, no, no, you're awesome. man." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. We would never lie to you, Dan. I would lie to anyone before I lied to you. That's very, that's actually, that seems 100% correct. <laughs> from from when I've seen him interact with when, other people. When John told me that we were recording with you, Dan, I straight up messaged him because he had messaged me a video first that I video messaged him back and I said, John, I will always be the punctual and the most professional for Dan. But then I was late. Then you were, I was just going to say, but then you were like six minutes late. So oh. it's fine. So, I mean, Dan, what did you think of Will Hobbs first time seeing him uh, wrestle? I liked him a lot. I mean, you guys know that I'm a big fan of Haas wrestlers, big yes. dudes. And uh, he's definitely a big dude who throws people around. Uh, yes. he, looks, he moves like he's full of air. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, I noticed, um, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get into the actual moves of the match, but he seems to be a big fan of D'Lo Brown. Yes. And uh, I love that. Same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I Haven't love you D met D'Lo Brown? Brown? Me? No, you met Devon Dudley. Never mind. I, met, I interviewed Devon. Devon Dudley. The, another D. Another D wrestler. You saw D'Lo Brown wrestle, though, didn't you? I did. I saw him wrestle at that that uh, GCW show where David Arquette almost died. Oh man, that's <laughs> Which is so my cool. Favorite thing to reference. Also, um, friend You're of the show. Friend of the sh yeah, friend of the show. Uh, Mike sent me a still of me from that movie, <laughs> and I went, "Wow, this is this is bizarre." 
<laughs> what a life I'm living. I don't e- like I don't even know. I-, I think after that match happened, I I don't know if I've told you guys this story. I kind of just stood because I went to that show by myself. Were you in shock? And I stood outside <laughs> and I was talking to some people. I think I I think I saw one person I knew and they were just kind of talking amongst themselves and I was just kind of spaced out because I mean David Arquette was holding his neck bleeding right next to me at one point and I (laughs) just said to them I gotta go and I just walked away (laughs) I just walked away like silently to my car it was like a long walk and I called Lauren she's like how's the show and I'm like I don't know. I mean, it was, it was, I think David Arquette might be dead. I'm not sure. Uh, so if you ever go into a state of shock or if anybody asks you if you've ever gone into shock before, you'll have to retell that story. I mean, I, I wasn't in shock. I was just like, yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was. I, it was just very bizarre. But anyway, let's, let's head on back yeah. to uh, this, this match here. I'm sorry. I come in and now we're not. We, we I distract you from the wrestling. No, no, no. That's it's not hard. That's not, it's, <laughs> it is not hard for us to get distracted here. So, um, Marianne, I did put Tudor Boot for Brian Cage's gear. And I also actually meant to put for Will Hobbs's gear. But what did you think of Brian Cage's? Well, Will Hobbs, as a chocolate man, they always rock that silver blue color. Yes. It looks great. Um, okay, so so he too- looked really good. Yeah. Right. And, um, but Cage's gear, and you should know me by now, he is literally walking around in one of my biggest pet peeves, which is when you wear red and green together when it's not Christmas. Oh, man. And even if you do wear red and green when it is Christmas, now you're just show voting. And I fucking hate that. And it was lime green, and I am not a fan of lime green. I will say, uh, before Dan, before I ask your opinion about it, I was, at first I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then as the match went on, I went, Oh, this is this is not great. What his gear or the match? The no, the match I really enjoyed, but the, his okay. gear was. I was gonna say, wait. No, Dan, what'd you think? Uh, well, uh, I took uh, I take my notes by hand, and I have three pages of them because I didn't know when to stop. But one of my first notes is <laughs> Cage's tights bother me. <laughs> Fair, yes. Good, good opinion because they're terrible. It just, them. it was a lot going on and it was very, the yellow, the or lime green leg was very distracting. Yeah. It was like, you can't like two different, like, like, I feel like there's a wrestler that already does something where they wear two different colors on each leg. I feel like, I it feel happens like a, a lot, lot of them wear different colored uh, it, shin yeah, guards just, or boots, but like their tight is tights are at least a single color or. Yeah. If it's two different. It was very Bailey and I hated it. All right. Booting it. Mm. It's out. Goodbye. Um, Yeah, like I said, um, this match was pretty cool. Um, I am reminded of the Big E quote, and I think it's Big Men Slapping Meat, um, where he's talking about, who is he talking about, him and Goldberg? Yeah, it was was him and Goldberg, which is his dream match. Wrestling porn titles. Yes. There you go. Big Men Slapping Meat. And then someone, after I wrote that, someone said meat sandwiches. Who said that? Was that Taz? It it was Taz. (laughs) And I went, mm, meet Sammy's. <laughs> Taz, Taz was great on commentary. I he always is. I will say, like, I really enjoy Taz in AEW, especially, like, when it's a match where one of his guys is in it. Because he's, like, he, tra- like, he tries to be impartial, but then I think he remembers, like, 
oh wait, but I have to be, you know, I have to be biased towards my guy. Which and, I, I really like because it's refreshing. You don't usually hear that. I just love his like, oh my God. Like that's my favorite Taz yeah. line. <laughs> there, there was a great moment where JR did his thing where he's complained that Brian Cage should have gone for a pin. And Taz just leaned over the top of the desk and said, yeah, Cage, you heard JR pin him. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, love Taz. it. Just living in the moment, dude. So this, this was a fun opener. Um, I really like talking more about Taz. I like how he put over... Hobbs and how he was impressed with him. Um, Cage wins with the drill claw. You can't say Dobby. He says Dobby. Dobby. Dobbs, use a punk. Use a rotten punk. (laughs) So I Taz comes into the ring with uh, with (laughs) shitty Ricky. He says, (laughs) he says, I'm going to give you two options. You can join Team Taz or you can get your ass beat. And he doesn't actually get to answer. And I was almost hoping. When Darby came to the ring, that Hobbs was like, no, uh, I'm going to join them. And they just all beat the shit out of Darby. <laughs> uh, that or just if, like, in two weeks, Will Hobbs says, yeah, actually, I think I will join you. Yes, I mean, that <laughs> would be, be fine. Too. That would be fine either way. But I guess we need, you know, Team Taz needs to get in some tag matches. So we'll probably see Hobbs and Darby Allen teaming up against Team Taz in the future. You got to have a little guy and a big guy against another little guy. I guess. I mean, I'm I'm I you know, I'm fine with it because I mean, if you really think about it, Darby is one of their I get I think you and I Dan had this talk like who who are the stars they've really built? I guess Darby might be one. Darby's probably the closest to a star that wasn't a star when he got there, yeah. Orange so, Cassidy. Orange Cassidy as well, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it it's good for Will Hobbs to be involved with someone that is kind of in that popularity because people more eyes will probably get on his match, which is great. Yeah, I I like I had ne- like I said I'd never seen him before. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, he's uh, really great. Uh I, I think he I wrote it like a cruiserweight. I, it's it's nuts. I, I wrote in the notes, it just in all capitals, big boy season. I yes. just I love two huge wrestlers like fighting and beating the crap out of each other. And this was great. Absolutely. Great showing for him. And I'm, I'm excited that they signed him and that it looks like they've just strapped the rocket to his back as they should. Yes. And, um, all right, here we go. So, uh, we, you know, Jericho's 30th anniversary, we had a slew of people saying like, Hey, oh, Chris Jericho, I know exactly who you are. Happy anniversary. <laughs> uh, I mean, some people obviously know who he is. Other people, it was like, we'll get to it. I mean, Lars Ulrich, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, I don't know what was going on there. He's like, 30 years, 30 years. Yeah, man, 30 years. <laughs> I was just like, jeez, goodness. Um, but- I, um, I saw these and I thought Tony Khan just went on Cameo. Yeah, and spent a bunch of money because uh, you're right. A lot of them just had that, you know. I bought a birthday message from an actor for my nephew. Sort yes, of energy to them. Yes, I didn't even think of that till right now, and now I'm wondering if Jericho's dad has a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> he paid. He paid his own dad to just give him. He's AEW Miz dad. Like his dad looks great. Because of course he does. Because Jericho looks great. Yeah, I mean the. Uh, I mean, who do we have? We had Slash. We had Dennis Miller, and then I mean, uh, randomly. And let's just talk about this for a minute. We had at least three New Japan references on this broadcast. Yes, which I yes. thought was 
Very interesting. Uh, but we had Hiroshi Tanahashi being like, hey, Chris Jericho, what's up? And I I mean, that to me was the, the best one of all of them. Because his when he speaks, it's the cutest thing in the world to watch him speak English. Yes. And struggle my, my, greatly. It's so adorable. My favorite one of these came later, but and we'll get to it later in the show. Oh, we'll get to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tanahashi was great to see there. Yes. He's very... Very uh, nice man. Yes. He just seems like a very genuine dude. Great hair. Um, incredible hair. Incredible <laughs> hair. Now, and you know that's what really matters with me. Absolutely. <laughs> so did Bully Ray, he didn't say anything, right? No. No. That was word. the funniest thing ever. I, I think they just pulled like footage off of a YouTube <laughs> And it's like, yeah, we, he's drinking champagne. It's kind of Jericho related. We'll repurpose this. <laughs> I was like, they didn't let him say anything, so he wouldn't say anything grossly offensive. I mean, fair. and then, uh, and then I was like, how was they? How did they not make this a roast? How did they not have Jeff Ross as one of the cameos that they did? How was how is this not? A I roast? don't know. The roast master himself. He's not fucking doing anything. No, he's not. <laughs> he is absolutely not doing a thing. I will say. Up next, we had Lance Archer, uh, and he was talking. I believe Jake <laughs> Roberts didn't say anything. No, Jake Roberts really just kind of time. nodded and waved his hands, and there was a spitty camera effect around him. Yes, but he didn't say anything. Uh, he met another New Japan. I mean, New Japan mentioned number two here, uh, talking about their was that G one or no? It was the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Oh, that match was great. I actually really enjoyed that match. But that was, that was the one where. Uh, Lance Archer tried to strangle uh, Moxley with a plastic bag. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's, it was great. That is insane. It um, was very violent. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So we're getting that match coming up next week. We'll talk about that a little later on. Um, so I'm scrolling down to our next match, which is FTR versus Angelico and Jack Evans. And... Marianne's first note is something I never thought I would read. And um, I can see this note, and it's uh, good luck, John. I'm not going to ask you, what? even though even though you were consenting me to ask you, but I'm not going to. I told him I said, "Ask me how my vagina was doing during this match, John. Just ask me." And All apparently, right. he's not going to. It well, was doing fine. swell how, how... to answer your question. You just made the list. All right. Oh, because we've got two out of top ten in here. Well, and how the top not even on the No, he's beyond. That's right. He he eclipses the list. Well, yeah, especially in this match. My my first thing is: is there a reference with their tag team name that I'm not getting? Ah, yes, yes. Uh, Jr. brought it up. Because they have very different styles, so they're a hybrid too. That's still stretching. Man, that's <laughs> such a stretch, it, it, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Um, can I can I tell a fun story I just remembered about Angelico and Jack Evans? Yes, please. Was Angelico shirtless? Uh, well, he wrestled, so yes, but <laughs> well, he doesn't always wrestle shirtless. Sometimes he wrestles in that stupid BMX onesie. Oh yeah, no, I don't that's remember true. if he. But he was uh, wrestling shirtless tonight, and that's all that matters. Uh. So, uh, Angelico versus Jack Evans was the main event of the second ever indie show I went to. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my God. The first Smash show. Uh, they filled in on 24 hours notice because oh Pentagon and Drago pulled out. Of course like, they did with, because Pentagon does that. That's part of his career move. Yeah, he's canceled on Smash twice and now they just don't try. Uh, he, yeah, he, he just doesn't show up, period, to a lot of the, the, that's the shows. That's happened to APW a couple of times. 
Yeah, but yeah. they um so they made a bit of that show, um that show. It actually uh the picture on and Helico's Wikipedia pages of him giving me an awkward high five because we both have very long arms. <laughs> Wait, um, what? What? Yeah, so John yeah. and I immediately open with Yeah, he's, 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 it's just my arm which with my swamp thing tattoo uh and it's been there for years now. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, yes. Taylor's, Chuck Taylor's used to be really bad and they just recently changed it. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. And uh so they Oh my god, up, Dan, your arm is in this picture. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love it. So they come out for the main event, and I guess because it was last minute, they screwed up and got their music reversed. So they came out to each other's music. Uh, and then uh, Jack Evans, being the quick thinker that he is, grabbed the microphone and said, well, I'm going to do the introduction since clearly you guys don't know what you're doing. Uh, and he introduced Angelico as hailing from the coattails of Jack Evans. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was the one of the funniest lines I've ever heard. That's great. Because, yeah, they've been a tag team forever, but they just, I guess, will wrestle each other on this match. And uh, That's hilarious. That's great. Love it. I love that. That's a, That was fun story time, Dan. Now, the other thing, like, uh, JR, you know, oh, what what the hell? Why is this their name? I don't get it. I don't understand. That I, I love JR just, like, totally just shitting all over the product as he uh, as he goes along. I think he did he it with something else. He fucked up a lot of things oh, my in this goodness. match. Actually. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> Are they really two different styles? I mean, they keep talking about how Angelico is a, a submissions wrestler. It's because he's mostly armed. He, well, he, he's doing a lot more uh, Yave stuff. Uh, uh, Excalibur called that out. He was doing some really great Yave submissions. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I've never but, really thought of him that way. No, and that's more recent because, like, definitely around the time that I saw him at Lucha Underground, he was a he was a flippy boy. Uh, yeah, he's a flippy soccer kicker. Yeah, yeah. he did that, that famous— Because he played soccer. Uh, yeah, he did that famous dive off the roof of the office that everyone remembers. Yes. Uh, He's crazy. He Hot. seems like that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the list. There it is. Uh. It's back. The button's back, y'all, if you didn't know. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm honored to be on the same episode as the return of the button. The return of the button. <laughs> you the return really of honestly the board. should be. I will say, like, can we please talk about how absolutely hilarious it was when they... <laughs> They went back to the Young Bucks and like I believe it's it's uh it's Matt is like looking back both over his it. what but it the was Matt. What yeah, the they fuck were... was that? It was like you guys are being don't be dramatic. Just face the TV like normal people. We know you want to walk watch, stop pretending like you're like don't want people to see you watching. It was, no, it was so bullshit. weird. Nobody in wrestling knows how to watch TV. Every time they ever cut to people watching TV, it's standing us at a weird angle. Yeah, so you can see the screen like we can't, like the audience can't infer what they're watching. <laughs> what, the they're doing, they're doing what uh, actors would call cheating out. Cheating out. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're they're which is the TV good. is also cheating out. Okay, well, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, it is. The TV's <laughs> always at an angle. Yes, it's so weird. But this one was just like. Did they were they walking away from a TV that was not turned on, and then it randomly turned on, and we just caught them glimpsing back at a TV that randomly turned on? <laughs> it's Fucking so weird. Who knows why the, the young, young bucks, bucks do don't anything. deserve us to be overthinking That's their true. stances? That's true. Um, man, what'd you think of this match overall? I oh my goodness, there's a slew of notes here. I, I mean, <laughs> there's just. 
there was so many cool little moves happening that I completely could not even keep track of where they happened in the match to correspond properly with your notes. Yeah. I, I, I was the same way when I was trying to fit things in those. Like, I don't know where this goes. Exactly. <laughs> and I would like, that's how I, why I watch your notes so I can keep track of where I am in the match to make sure whatever I'm saying is relevant. I will but say. My two things is JR said like one very stupid yet kind of funny thing and one very stupid thing just in general. <laughs> okay, go for it. So. He described Jack Evans as he's like a small, angry dog on a Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. And then a few minutes later, he said they're illegally breaking the rules to get a break. And I said, OK, <laughs> JR, because regular breaking the rules isn't illegal, I guess. <laughs> it's this, this is more illegal. Well, that's kind of some. I can't remember who it was. Someone had a great joke about wrestling where it's the only sport where you're allowed to break the rules for a little bit because you get yeah. the five count. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, but then it was like, there was like, there was parts where it was like that leg sweep into a rolling kick to Cash Wheeler by Angelico, and then he did that what I'm just going to call a human backpack move, and I oh. know it has a real name. <laughs> I think it's called a backpack stunner. Is it really? Did, was it a backpack Damn. stunner? Or, I, I can't know. remember. There was a lot but going on. The backpack, where, yeah, I, it might have been a backpack stunner, or as Ryback called it, the over-the-shoulder boulder holder. Uh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Ryback. <laughs> Right and where back. he smashed, uh, Cash smashed Angelico into the apron. And then there was like another cool, like spiral leg move that Angelico did to Cash. He was doing kicks out of such weird angles. Yes. He always does, awesome. though. Yeah, he, he was, always does that. He, yeah. He's got his limbs are just like endless. Well, his his dancing at his entrance, he just looks like he's on Molly at a rave. And he's then, doing the Bernie. Yeah, yeah. And then he, um, and then he definitely just keeps dancing all match, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's it's the two of them are so weird because they look like two like stoned college guys from very different social groups. <laughs> like, that's just, uh, yes, that just that just hang out because like two get stoned and that's it. <laughs> that's literally a, it. They look like they bonded over a mutual love of dirt bikes. Yes. They love dirt bikes. Uh, I think this picked up towards the end. I think there was like a German suplex into a dragon suplex. It was nice. Um, and then into a jackknife. It was beautiful. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, I will say again, why Why is the whoever is directing, why are they missing moves? Like I don't know. I They've had like, that problem all the whole time that Dynamites existed. Yeah, I don't. Really? The whole time? I, we've just been noticing it lately. I mean, I, they, I mean they, they did it on the very first episode, and I think they did it on All, all Out where they were like missing moves. And I went, oh, no, this is not good for the future. Is, is it like really blatantly obvious? Because I didn't notice. But then Sometimes again, it's, it's more me, blatant so. than others. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So FTR gets the win. And then uh, appearing on screen is FTR. Marion, this had like every every one of your people on your list, basically. It, 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 it's, it's true. Now that it I is, think it about true. it. If, if for some reason Adam Driver made a cameo, then it would have been, I'm just not watching wrestling ever again because it will have peaked. Like he, oh, why didn't they get him to do a Jericho message? Tony Khan, oh spend the money. Oh, no man. That would, have been, that would have been so <laughs> weird. He would have been making insane amounts of money if he had a cameo. You have no idea. My God. Um, from you. From, from you. me. <laughs> so, um, Just from me. Appearing... And the whoever runs the Amazon Prime video account. Yes, I saw that. That's so strange. <laughs> and it's not you. They're Are obsessed. you sure? It's not me, but it really, really, really does it look feels like, like it. It feels like <laughs> it. So appearing on the screen after FTR wins is, uh, I guess, 
somebody from the WWE graphics department uh, put, uh, it was, I mean, like, oh my God, like, put uh, FTR uh, in hot dog costumes wearing their, their wrestling boots and the AEW tag titles because they are weenies. Weenies. <laughs> and best friends are here wearing the shirts with the weenies on them. Oh my God. And uh, I rewound that segment like three times. My God. Just to get the perfect shot to send Chuck asking him if he forgot to tan his hands this week because the cutoff was insane. Was there <laughs> his hands were so white. Was there any point on on the screen where Angelico um cash and they had all Angelico and uh Jack had they were gone already. So there was yeah. never Chuck Taylor Cash and and Helico on the screen at the same time. No, because I would die. Yeah, I would be dead. Survived. I would not even be here. Yeah. But to answer me asking Chuck, he said, "Marianne, I washed my hands because there's a global pandemic." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck was his yeah. response. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I went, I love that, "You're man. being a butt. I'm teasing you." And he goes, "But that's my legitimate answer." <laughs> yeah. And then I asked him if he fucked with the grilled cheese burrito at Taco Bell yet, and he went, "He went, don't be dumb, of course." Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I went, yeah, of course you did, because it doesn't have vegetables in it. He doesn't eat green things. Uh, so next week, we're getting <laughs> Best Friends versus FTR for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Yep. My goodness. My, My goodness. goodness. Oh, maybe yes, Dan. Kiss, I maybe do... he'll kiss Cash in this match. I, you you would have to, I mean, you I asked asking. him how much money I would have to give him, and I, he, I was like, I would give you $1, and he's like, you wouldn't even have to pay me. <laughs> Wow. So it might That's happen. What if That's... he what if he did it and then looked at the Such camera shit. and <laughs> winked and and said, That's for you, Marianne. I would cry. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would turn I, I would just turn off the TV and delete NOTLG.com. That would just be, <laughs> just be the end of it. I feel like we've if we've peaked. And then said shit afterwards. I, I love that on Best Friends, one of his questions was, "Which New Japan wrestler would you like to kiss?" It's always Sonata. <laughs> that that's always Chuck's answer. Yeah. That's always his answer because when he would uh, do commentary in New Japan, he'd be like, all of his notes were just, "I want to kiss Sonata," or just yes. how pretty Sonata was. Like, the rare so times good. he was on. And then there was there was one where he said, "Can you believe me and Zack Saber Jr. haven't kissed yet?" Yes, <laughs> Dude, he's kissed more girl more guys than he has girls. And this is a fact. He remembers exactly how many guys he's kissed in his life. My God. I asked him. We had a whole conversation about it. <laughs> uh, we had he's an interesting person. Uh, we had a, another slew of cameos that Tony Khan paid for. Uh, we had MJF. We had Shaq. Yeah, he paid MJF. <laughs> yes, he did. Well, technically, he does pay MJF. Yeah. My my story time about the Shaq thing is for the longest time, the background on my Tumblr was just a whole ton of repeating Shaq heads, and I called it my Shaq round. <laughs> uh, you were better at Tumblr than I was. Shaq round. <laughs> and that's what the name of the picture was. It was just called a Shaq round, and I went, how can I not have this? And then we had Gene Simmons. And I also have to mention Ugh. something about this. He would have a bag of money on his hat because didn't they sell like like Kiss-themed coffins and weird shit like that? Yeah, he They sells... sell Kiss-themed everything. Yeah. Exactly. But also I feel the need that it may be necessary for me to remind everyone how incredibly hot Gene Simmons' giraffe of a son is. I've, I He's did not read Son. I went, he has a draft? Like, what is happening? His, he, his son is like 6'8", and he is beautiful. Did you watch that Gene, what was that 
Gene show? Simmons Family Jewels. Where do you think I heard of Nick Simmons? Oh my God. All right. Moving oh my on. God. Moving on. We have Don He's Callis. Too. We have from Impact Wrestling, Don Callis. God damn. Um, saying his well wishes. Then we had the the uh, already mentioned Lars Ulrich from Metallica. For those not in the know of a band that's been around for 40 years. Anyway, we had DDP and they all were like, hey, the Chris Jericho. the only person whose name I know in Metallica. Really? James yeah. Hetfield? Who? Kirk Hammett? Kirk Hammett. Come on, Kirk Hammett. The, the bass player <laughs> who's new? Or, God, no, he's, like, he's been there for like 16 years at this point. Yeah. To me. Oh. Um, <laughs> my God. He, he, yeah, it was... They, they, in the documentary, it's a lot of it's about uh, recruiting him to the band, and yeah. I still don't know his name. Oh my oh. goodness! Why can't I remember his name? This is killing me right now. Because he's not the. I don't even know the two mem- bassists like, that everyone remembers. He's not uh, Jason Newstead or. Uh, uh, he's not uh, Newstead or Cliff Burton. Uh, or Cliff Burton. It's um oh Robert Trujillo. Yes, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. I can't even think of all of the names of the members of Oasis, and that's my favorite band. I know the two that matter. Yeah, the Gallagher's that matter. I don't, and then Keen is my other favorite band, and I don't even know their names. I mean, that, that was something I think I had a brief panic attack at one point about, where I was like, I really like these bands, but I don't know any of these people's names. And I went, oh, a I brief, don't give I don't give a you fuck. You would have a brief panic attack. No, yeah. That, that. I don't I, know why. I was just, it was very brief. I was like. Oh man, I don't know everyone's name in this, and I was like, "Oh, why do I give a shit? Who cares?" Meanwhile, welcome, my- to, welcome to Bandcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, my favorite band is Nick Cave and the Badsies, who at any given time has about nine members, and they've been going for thirty years. <laughs> and, I, and I can name everyone who's ever been in that band. Hell yeah! <laughs> because I listen to all their side projects. Ooh! Wow, you are dedicated, there sir. You go. There you Before go. I was a wrestling nerd, I was a music nerd. Well, you can be both at the same time, homie. I, well, now I'm both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a lot harder to keep track of two things. <laughs> I, I agreed. <laughs> John, John, with all his interests, goodness gracious, one hundred percent agree. I just cleared out my queue of twenty twenty albums to listen to, and I'm gonna have to add some more stuff into it tomorrow because it's New Music Friday. Did you listen to Avi Kaplan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, I, I'll, Avi Kaplan. That's California the thing. Boy. I, I would have to Fucking check. Lemon. I know I enjoyed it. I would just have to see how. Anyway, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, up next for the AEW TNT Championship, we had a dog collar match. Mister Brody Lee taking on the greatest showman of our generation. His his pyrotechnics are no no. Are they going to remake that movie, but with Cody? My goodness, it's Cody. Cody is back. <laughs> Cody's back playing from, Hugh Jackman's character. He's back from the Black Parade. Every- Bold of you to call him the greatest showman on Chris Jericho night. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's exactly what I said. But I said, I was like, he went ahead and made him, spoiler alert, win this match and made this night all about him. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. There's so much of Cody, Cody's perform, uh, performance at AEW. They're like, Man, this could have been given to someone else and made it. You could have made someone else a star. Yeah. Like, if he you had if to make you, it about himself. If you just, I, I mean, like, I like Cody. I don't want to, you know, knock him too much. But if, if he, like, you know, were to cut down his fireworks and spread that money over like three other wrestlers, yes. you know, he he has more fireworks than the rest of the roster combined. It's it's, it's a lot. insane. He has more and than he has, Jericho. 
He has two separate entrance themes. Oh yeah, They're that's true. They're not the same song. There's two of oh, them. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and, and he does the fireworks even if he's just coming out in a suit to talk. <laughs> yeah. I know. I hate that. Last shit. week, what was that? <laughs> I hate that shit. It's so. What Dan said it great. Unbelievably self-indulgent. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I like doing? Cody a lot. I don't want to rag on him too much, but just I. I would love for some of the production that goes into Cody to go into someone else because you could really elevate someone well, out of that. We'll, we'll get to the possibility of something else at the end of this. But yeah. for me, Brandy comes out and she's just ju- like very extra. And it made me think those two are made for each other because she's just going to be out there standing and she's dressed like she's wrestling. Well, not even that. She's wearing like thigh high silver boots, which I too. She did that too uh, because Brody Lee called her a thirst trap the other week. <laughs> Oh yeah! What did he? How crazy did he really... was that? I, I, yes. I oh I yes. Picture Brody Lee saying the words "thirst trap." It's a he, very he strange that to come out of daddy. Oh no, he it said hilarious. it. He said it, and oh, it was God. crazy. It was weird. It, and he, he, what he said? Well, he he was, said something about daddy too, and I went, "Oh God, he was this ma- is not okay." Well, that's because Cody has that stupid "daddy eats first shirt. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, that's. I think that's what the reference is. Yeah, Brody went off. Members of the Dark Order tried to eat when before Brody was finished. <laughs> yes. So, Dan, let's just. Uh, I want to. I want. I want to hear your grievances. I want to. Yeah, I. I wrote in the notes that I. I'd like a minute to discuss my grievances with the Dark Order. Um, yes. <laughs> and it's that the Dark Order proper, Uno, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson have become henchmen in their own gimmick. Yes. Oh my God. Um, they are. I, you know, the Dark Order, the Super Smash Brothers, literally have been on more than half of the wrestling shows I've ever been to in my life. I, so they're like the Will Hobbs and Brian Cage to like, I've seen Brian Cage more than I want yeah. to ever. Uh, and, and, and I love that they're on TV. It's the same with uh, The Butcher and the Blade, did a lot of stuff with Smash Wrestling, yeah. my home company. And, um, and I watched them, like, just as I started going to Smash was when Udo started becoming evil. Yes. Uh, and Did you turn Uno evil, Dan? I don't think was so. Was it you? But but it was before. It was the old evil Uno where he had the uh, the purple and yellow gear. Yes. Uh, mm, and yes. then uh, I watched them develop. I watched him get the black gear, and uh, I, I I he didn't debut the, the creepers at Smash, but he brought them to Smash right before he left and sat on a throat of creepers while watching Ultimo Dragon. It was the best. Uh, Love it. Uh, but. I, I, I've seen these guys, they're so talented and, you know, whenever they're on TV, they're incredibly good at wrestling, but you know, the most of the dark order, except for Brody Lee is basically the putty patrol at this point. Yeah. And you know, the dark order came in with such, you know, fanfare, like not fanfare, but they, they were given a push. They're very good. And then this thing that they created got taken away from them. Yeah, There was a lot sucks. of hype for them. And then that happened. I, I, don't get me wrong. I love Brody Lee. I was a Lee Harper <laughs> fan forever. Yeah. But as uh, you should be. Yeah. He's awesome. But I just want more for Uno and Stu. Yeah. They absolutely deserve more than they are getting right now. And I think I, I have, I've said they need to, I think they need to cut ties with at least four of these guys. But then we're, where are they going to put them? Their roster gets really big. And right now I feel like uh, Evil Uno is taking sort of like the maternal figure in the Dark Order. <laughs> yes, he's trying to make sure everything's okay with Colt Cabana. Which I know is, he hurts your feelings, but your father loves you. That's like a whole nother wrinkle of that. But I think they need to kick out at least 
I think kicking out the Beaver Boys would be fine, um, but then you couldn't get all those fun little being the elite things that they're doing, I guess. But yeah, I mean, getting rid of a bunch of the because you don't really need them. I mean, keep Anna Jay, keep... Even though she was wearing pajama jeans. Keep Colt until we do the Brody Lee Colt thing, which is for sure going to happen. Inevitable. Um, But yeah, it just feels like they've... Yeah, they have become side characters in their own gimmick you were absolutely right dan it's a bummer but at least they're on tv and making money yeah yeah that's another thing you got to think of is like that they at least they're like they're they're taking care of and and they're in a and they're in a company that is taking care of them and they are super cool dudes and when i saw great human beings yes when i saw them at bola i was wearing this jushin thunder liger shirt and I remember you freaking out about this. Uno went nuts. He was like, where did you get that? That's the coolest shirt. They were so nice. I was just, it was very, it was very reassuring that I, I'm, I'm glad I enjoyed them so much. Didn't, didn't one of the, um, um, the, the Viking experience guys freak out over a shirt you were wearing? Yes. I was wearing the, um, <laughs> the Viking experience. That was, that was Ray Rowe. Ray Rowe was look, it yeah. was, that was at, um, Reseda. I was, it was a show you, me, and Lauren went to. And wait, and. um, That was the first time I ever met Lauren, I think. Yeah, that was before, that was before we were dating. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. There was a time. There was. Um, I think, who else was there? It was, oh my goodness. Who else was there, Marianne? You stayed with. The usual people. No, 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 no. There was four of us. It was you, me, it was, it was Keith. Keith? Yeah. Okay, probably. I think it was Keith. Anyway, Ray Rowe was just looking at me, and I was like, oh, no, what did I, like, I looked behind me, like I did that <laughs> thing where I went. I feel like that's happened to you a couple times in your life. And he he was just looking at me, and I was like, what is going on? And he, Were you at any point afraid because someone the size of Ray Rowe was staring you down? I was, oh, af- I was afraid when immediately. Tommy End and Chris Hero were mad at the guy standing behind John. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. But that was, um, and he's like, where'd you get that shirt? And I walked up to him and I just started talking to them. And he's like, is that a Matt Riddle shirt? And I was like, no, because it says cool. It said cool suplex, bro. And this was at a time when we, you know, didn't know that Matt Riddle is a giant piece of shit. Um, Have fun finding that 10 mil, bro. (laughs) Did you see that? What? Dan sees everything, but I'm stupid. There's a lawsuit. Uh, It's gonna be because i know joey ryan's trying to do a lawsuit also dude matt riddle's wife is a fucking bitch (laughs) i hate that bitch i mean it's 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 gonna get it's gonna get ugly real i can't wait till well somebody has to tell her that she looks old enough to be his aunt all right right. (laughs) she's a bitch anyway so (laughs) he asked me where i got that shirt and i actually ended up finding it and tweeting it at him later and he was like thanks man i was like that's cool <laughs> i was like this is so weird wrestling is great i um, love when wrestlers compliment shirts i i have two great ones which was one lufisto uh told me she loved my shirt which said fuck racism punch nazis and had a picture of richard spencer getting hit on yes. it because lufisto is the greatest yes uh, so someone should sign her She's oh so my good. god! Yeah. Uh, and the other one was I met Jushin Liger while wearing my Kishin Liger shirt. Oh my goodness! And he was ecstatic. Oh, 
That's he so just, great. He made an excited noise, just went, great shirt, Kishin, and shook my hand. He was so happy. And- <laughs> oh, that is so cute. Love and, it. And I, I saw Jushin Thunderlager without his mask, and it was upsetting. <laughs> like, I, 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 I never want to see wrestlers who are masked without their mask. It was at Denny's. Oh, I didn't have a choice. He was staying at the same no. hotel. It was so weird. Jushin Liger's not a person. He's a cartoon superhero. This isn't fair. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to hear this. Anyway. <laughs> that enjoys pancakes. <laughs> oh, Anyway, pancakes. we were talking about AEW. Yes, Brody yeah. Lee versus Cody. There's a doctor at ringside. And also, Greg the Hammer Valentine is legitimately in the crowd. Uh, someone gave him the direction to look concerned. Also... Isn't it wild that in February of this year, I shared an elevator with that man? Uh, what a year. What? Where? Sorry, where? <laughs> it was at the convention center where we uh, interviewed all oh, the other yes. people. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. That makes sense. Uh, I love that Greg the Hammer Valentine has had the same hairstyle for 40 years at yeah, this man. point. Maybe more. I love how a lot of wrestlers and like and like glam metal people still have the same hair. Like Sebastian well, Fox still has the same hair. That's my hope is that i don't is that i get to keep my hair like this forever yeah, nobody uh, nobody's making you get rid of your hair you well I, i'm afraid that unless time, it runs away time. from your head it's like time. dan but <laughs> like, yeah God. but i haven't cut my hair in 13 years and i don't want a plan to start holy shit wow <laughs> Well, I, we need to pray to whatever God Adam Driver prays to because he has the nicest head of hair for anyone that's like 37 years old. So my God, um, it's insane. Can we talk about how the who on their uh, their list of predictions had John Silver being the guy who was going to bleed first? I was. Yeah, I, I was like, did he bleed first? He and then because Cody was bleeding a little bit right after that, but he was definitely bleeding the most. And I was like, he's not even wrestling. John Silver got fucked up in this match. Yes. <laughs> I love how he's getting over by being a comedy guy, which is like really easy. <laughs> like He's great. I really like him. And I, I generally like, yes, I really like the Beaver Boys as a tag team. And I think they need to be, I, I assume they're going to get kicked out of the Dark Order at some point, and we're going to have a nice, man, could you imagine Super Smash Brothers Beaver Boys tag matches? I would be. That sounds great. That would be awesome. I am here for that. but I can't wait to call them the Angry Beaver Boys. Do you remember that cartoon? I do. It was great. <laughs> um, I remember it. Never watched it. <laughs> Yeah, but John John Silver just got absolutely destroyed in this, and then to the point where Anna J just had enough of this shit and came and got him. Um, there's a lot He's of like you're drunk. We're going home. Yeah, there, for my notes, there's just a lot of wrestling move with a chain because that's pretty much <laughs> pretty much what is that the title of this episode with a chain? <laughs> yes, that's actually the title of this, and I will bold it and underline it and we're good to go so i remember later with a chain yeah with the chain yeah i mean uh, i i thought that overall i thought this match was pretty good um i think the outcome was stupid uh mainly because where do you go from here with the dark order and brody lee the, the man is lost to like he can't go back to the main event yet I don't think. Yeah. I mean, maybe they it's do. It's like it takes all the wind uh, out of his sails. Maybe they do Brody and Colt for the tag titles or something. Oh, I could see no. that. I could see that. I don't think they'll win, but that could be a feud. Yeah, but also I think maybe 
Colt's going to be on the outs, and then maybe that's the feud. I know, yeah, I know, I Brody doesn't have to go for a title, but it just feels like he's, you know, he should be in the picture. But eh, yeah, um, I every- just liked how Cody did a moonsault, and all I imagined, I was like, oh god, please don't yank him out of the air, like midair, like a dog. <laughs> by the neck in the middle of a moonsault there was a lot of um scary yeah there was a lot of pulling of the chain stuff going on here (laughs) it it was it was great yeah i i I, oh go ahead uh, when he pulled him off the apron into a cutter oh yes oh yes that was good i mean it was nuts yeah these two dudes pretty creative we had arn anderson getting get involved at one point, Spinebuster, which he he claimed he would only use in like like when it meant something. I guess it dire meant something. situations. I guess. he was defending himself. That's true. I mean, I, look, I love I love Arn Anderson. So my next question is: Is Crossroads even a finisher if everyone kicks out of it a million times? <laughs> and he can't even do it right most of the time. I mean, Brody saved him on the second one. Second one looked good. Yeah, he grabbed him. He like tucked himself under. I saw that. I went, you assisted him with that. That was didn't really obvious. But we have a new. It has to be hard to do that to someone Brody's size. Oh, I bet. Yeah, Yeah. he's large. Goodness. He he tried to go for the vertebraker and that's not happening. Oh, that was. I was like, please don't. Please tell me that he's just reversing out of this. Like, I don't want to see this. Yeah. So Cody wins. He is once again the TNT champion, and he cuts a promo about, I don't know, whatever. To Uh, me, I'm like, you've won titles before. And then yet every time he makes like this huge extra like acceptance speech, like everyone is the real one that he's always wanted. Yeah. And I'm like, you're just Cody's extra. Uh, I will say that he he is. In AEW, he has found the audience that treats him like the superstar, and it works yes. to some extent. Yes. Um, like, we we all say it's self-indulgent, but that audience loves him, and it is cool to see them get so excited. Because he is part of – he's the re- part of the reason why this whole thing exists. Yeah. And I think – I feel like people will always feel that, like, like gratitude. So you know. Cody comes at – you know, he, he gives his little speech. Tony Schiavone said – he says, I'm going to defend this title next week. And um, at first, when he says, well, who are you going to defend against? I went, uh, what was everyone chanting? I have no idea. Everybody was chanting one singular name. and I could not figure out what it was. Um, I thought he was going to be like, I'm going to defend it against my brother. And I was like, I don't care Um, (laughs) as much as I love Dustin. And I do think that that Cody Dustin match was great. um, I was very excited to see Orange Cassidy come out. Because could you imagine if Cody is a transitional champion for Orange Cassidy? <laughs> that would be the only reason that I'm not severely irked that Cody came out here and made that whole night about himself. My. When Jericho was in the fucking building. God. That would be fucking hilarious. And also, I would give major props to Cody for making that even a thing. I would. <laughs> that would be the best. We got to get the backpack holding the title on TV. Oh, come on now. Um, it is announced that Wardlow, Colt Cabana, and Hangman Adam Page are all in the single elimination tournament uh, to crown a number one contender. That I think that tournament will be happening at full gear. Alex Marvez interviews Kenny Omega, and he's like, yeah, I mean, anybody can uh, can be in, you know, tag team wrestlers. Hangman, he mentioned Hangman Adam Page 18 million times during this. The man is clearly shook. Shooketh. 
He is shooketh. He did a very good job at pretending at first. Like he was confident and then making it a little bit obvious that he was shook and then very obvious that he was shook. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, I'm really enjoying Kenny. Like I've been noticing him a lot more on Twitter when he talks about things that aren't wrestling related and then make sure he goes, this is not wrestling related. Do not try and tie this into wrestling in any way. <laughs> you know, because I've been ordering a lot of pins lately and I've made like a whole bag that was just my music related pins. And I have one that's all my wrestling pins and then I'm getting one that's all my Star Wars pins but I have a backpack that I take to cons that I have so many anime pins that are all Yu Yu Hakusho themed so I'm not doing any more Yu Yu Hakusho themed pins unless they're like brilliant and or really adorable so I can fill that backpack up so I think I'm going to get a Kenny Omega pin and put it on my anime backpack pin because I feel like he would want that there you go <laughs> so up next we had Serena Deeb taking on Big Swole who is dressed as and Marianne losing her mind <laughs> at my typo. That wasn't even a typo, John. Look, get over X it. X and K are not near each other. Get over it. <laughs> he is he is a maximum tuxedo man, okay? He's wearing a tuxedo to the maximum capacity one can wear one. Because John Good was save. tuxedo max. Yeah. Whatever. And I lost my shit. How do my you know his name's black. not Mas Max? I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm Sailor Moonsault, fool. Yeah, that's um, true. I, I, I noticed she's she's dressed as Tuxedo Mask for a match against someone named Serena. It was perfect. It, that is very, very perfect. His and name's by the not way, Max. You sure? I, no. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not Max. It's, uh, it's Mamoru. Oh, okay. Fine. Uh, this match yeah. was. Gr th I thought this match. I would have been a lot higher on it if it wasn't in fucking picture in picture when all the, the cool shit time. was happening. And I don't get to see that. I'm so mad. I was, there was a. There was so much of cool shit in picture in picture. We didn't talk about the last match, but the big spot of the match was the happened during commercial. Oh, the the package pile driver through the table. And and uh, Brody getting busted open. All that happened during uh, a commercial for some heart medication. Yeah, they <laughs> they they really got a. That's another thing. If I have any like you know uh, things that I don't like about AEW, they really got to figure that shit out. Like on when to do it when it's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, I guess okay. Like maybe I think the cool shit that was happening during this match. You know, other people are like, oh, I don't care about that. But so I guess the picture. But I think well, the picture in picture, I get it. But like, I'm really over it. Just go to commercial, so I'm not mad. It, it, it is a bummer that it took more than an hour to get a women's match, and that most of it was picture in picture. Yes, that that is, that that is, is I think, the overall uh, statement that we should be making. And yes, once again, one women's match <sighs> with no storyline. No storyline. Let's go here. But it's Serena Deeb, and she didn't even get an entrance. No, that's also weird. Like, what? Are that we was doing? blasphemous. But I was so pissed. I will say just overall, I really enjoyed this match. I wish it wasn't in, in picture in picture. There was some cool stuff going on. It, was, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, my my favorite bit was uh, Big Swole went for a slingshot cutter and Serena countered with a lung blower. Yes, dude. It was nuts. Uh, I've never seen that counter used that way before, and I really liked it. Love it. And that rolling elbow to end it. Ooh. The whole combination of moves before that was great, too. It was very slick. Yeah, I mean, if anyone who is listening to this hasn't seen, I guess, the picture-in-picture, because picture, some people don't get it, 
I mean, there was a lot of cool just like chain wrestling going on during that and some cool submissions. And of course, you know, it was, yeah, during, during ads. Every time picture in picture happened on this show, it was during really cool stuff. It's so weird. Like when they used to do it with, with Guevara, when he would do the, you know, that made sense. Yeah. That, Did that's they a, fire that's... someone that was like, that knew how to do that shit? I don't know. I who fucking knows, but I don't get it. So like, cause I watch it on the computer, like from uh, TNT's website and they don't do it there. So I miss it every time. All right. So what do we, what do we, oh, we had John Moxley having a drink in a bar saying maybe kick, I'll die. Maybe pig. I won't die. Let's kick this pig. <laughs> Because he, I'm starting to think that his use of old-fashioned idioms has become part of his gimmick. Yeah. You ever get the sense that he just goes home and watches Western movies until it's time to wrestle honestly, again? No. And honestly, it, I wouldn't be shocked because that is very Renee Young feeling. I mean, we could ask yeah. Renee Young. Maybe she would uh, She would reply to us on Twitter if we go. She's from here. She, maybe I'll see her around town. There you go. Yeah. Renee this, Young used to be yeah. on uh, all kinds of local TV shows before she got into wrestling. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, um, what's that one? Oh, John, what was the show that Priyanka was on? Oh, I don't remember what it's called. No, I, it's, I, a, it's a Canadian uh, children's show. I don't know. I, uh, I will bring it up in a, the zone. Oh, oh, God, she was on the zone. Wow, yeah, as Suki. Wow, that takes me back. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I remember Renee Young long before she was in wrestling, when she had like an extreme sports show called Ripping It and Lipping It. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, what it was, name. and then she would like guest on like uh, all like music talk shows and and sports talk shows, and uh, and then she got into wrestling, and that was really cool. My Crazy favorite cool. fact about Renee Young is she, uh, one of her old, one of the people that she used to work with like years ago, sent her um, an email saying, "Do you remember when we did this?" And he sent over a report, like a a journalism report they had done, but they typed the whole thing in Wingdings, and they literally <laughs> turned it in in wingdings and their producer was like you do this properly i swear to god they thought it was like so funny oh my god and she's like yeah we turned the whole thing in in wingdings and he was pissed <laughs> like <laughs> all right uh, i really liked this john moxley promo uh i don't watch aew weekly i watched it special so i could be on this podcast yeah but <laughs> Uh, this promo, oh, you actually get your the recaps you get on our podcast are actually recapping it for you. That's insane, John. Yeah. That I feel like I'm under pressure now. Uh, oh boy, but, uh, John Moxley's promo here. It's like, yeah, I'll watch next week. I want to see that match now. Uh, so that was that's the mark of a good promo, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good promo. I did like that. It kind of ended with he's like, well, it's kind of like you say, everybody dies. See you later. Yeah. I'll see you next week. So many idioms. Like, um. <laughs> And then we had another slew of people. We're just gonna we're gonna go through them real quick here. We had Lance Storm, Kevin Smith, Eli Roth, which was the Bear weird. Jew. We, uh. all, <laughs> we also had uh, Chavo Guerrero and Gabriel Iglesias. Chavo Guerrero in a computer. Yes, stuck in a computer in the family. Well, Gabriel zone. Iglesias does not surprise me at all. Neither does Chavo, obviously. Uh, but we had the Eli Roth one definitely like threw me for a loop. Yeah, we had Steel Panther as well. Um, I, and wait then, a minute, he's a wrestler. And then, really, the only one that fucking matters, Ultimo Dragon. This was my favorite one. I uh, went crazy for this. At, like, okay, people keep talking about, oh, is New Japan and AEW get a crossover? Okay, we got Ultimo here now. Let's get some AEW Dragon King crossover. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. I am down. 
it will never happen because of the strong heart stuff, but I would love it. That would be so great. Uh, and then we had Paul Stanley to round it all out. In a pink cheetah print shirt. There you go. Um, and then our main event was Chris Jericho and Jake Hager, uh, better known as Jericho and Jake, taking on Luther and Serpentico. Um, I will say Luther's uh, and Serpentico's theme was like the greatest Slayer ripoff I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this is spot on. Like, why did the, can we get private party to get this treatment to actually get a good song anyway? Um, uh, or and, just get rid of private party. Well, oh, no. they're not that bad. No, they're not that bad. Mm. They're not that bad. They just ju- just wait. They're going to turn on Matt Hardy. It's gonna the be coattails great. and the shriekiness needs to not be a thing. Co- I think that I think they play a lot better live because when I saw them uh, last summer, they, they were great. We, but we, I, I have I not en- enjoyed them on TV as I, much. Yeah, I enjoy them as wrestlers. I just am like, I don't I don't know what the disconnect is right now. But um, but also, in fairness, I saw them wrestle Christopher Daniels and Shima, and it's impossible to have a bad match with those guys. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. That's a crazy. Wow. That's a good match. That was uh, the two OWE shows in Toronto that were excellent. Uh, Jericho with the Eddie Van Halen tribute on his arm. Um, I was listening to Van Halen today and I got a little sad. Anyway, um, Luther. (laughs) Yes, this is a good one, Dan. Ask away. Uh, Luther socks to the boot. Okay, so considering that the rest of his outfit is uh, pretty color cohesive, I'll go ahead and say toot basically by how it's put together. Now, if he had more horizontal stripes anywhere else, then I would have a problem. My thing is the audacity of Luther to dress like a weird high school goth raver in those socks and converse at his age. Come on, and also go you. Overall, like, I didn't, I mean, I don't really have a lot of notes. I didn't think this was the greatest match. I understood why the match was happening, and I think it's pretty cool, Jericho, to be like, yeah, I want to face this guy I haven't had a match with in 30 years. Yeah, they're they're really close. I, I believe Luther was the best man at Jericho's wedding. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he, and Luther is the one that that came up with the lion salt. Which is yeah, they, they very cool. Yeah. So I get history-wise why this match happened. Overall, I didn't think it was anything to write home about, honestly. I only have two notes about this match, and one of them is actually something Excalibur said, (laughs) (laughs) which was when he's giving the history of Jericho and Luther, and he's talking about they met at WAR, uh, Wrestling Association R, or Wrestle and Romance if you're nasty. Great, great line. (laughs) Great line. Um, a lot of New Japan references going on. That would have to make on. another great title. <laughs> uh, Luther, I love that Luther counters the Judas effect just by ducking, and I went, oh, how has no one else thought of that? <laughs> because they, tra- they try and make a move that would normally be kind of weak-looking, look strong, and then Luther was like, no. Uh, I've seen you at your, your babyest. <laughs> he ends up getting getting hit with the Judas effect, and that is the end of the match. Uh, inner circle comes in to celebrate Jericho is about to say some stuff and here comes MJF with Wardlow in tow and uh, he has something under that sheet 
Uh, I didn't put this in the notes, but I wrote it down. Wardlow with the sheet because you could see it had legs. It was you could tell it was a person who was yes. leading to the rig. And just to me, it just looked like Lurch leading cousin it around. <laughs> <laughs> he also, you could tell, did not know that MJF was going to do a countdown because he almost revealed the cloud. Yes, that was really poorly coordinated. Um, so he reveals that it's Clownico the clown. And um, a poor man's friendship, the magician. Yes. And I believe he also gives him the picture of himself, himself much which like Jer- which is very much a Jericho flex. That, I mean, that that is actually a rock flex, if anything, when rock gave Farouk the picture of himself back in oh, the day. Man. Yeah. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah, I know. You know who they should have gotten to say something that Jericho is the rock. That would have been well, that would actually have been pretty, pretty big there. Yeah. Huh. The, the one I wanted was Mr. Hughes, but that's just for me. <laughs> and I would have enjoyed that. That would have been great. So, <laughs> dude, Jericho hits this dude over the head with the picture and then gives him, I think, the stiffest Judas effect to date. He <laughs> fucked that dude shit up. <laughs> Man, that was nuts. And it then, should have been Frank the Clown. Oh my God, that would have been better. But then, yeah, but then Frank the Clown gets a paycheck. That's true. But then I actually met Frank the Clown, and he's really nice. He's I really will cool. also confirm I stood next to him at a PWG, and he was he was pretty cool. I mean, I'm not gonna like hate on him, but he does. He was like real PWG. chill at that show. I remember. I remember on an indie wrestling TV show. I think Bryce Remsburg was doing commentary, and Frank the Clown was in the crowd, and um. Bryce said he looks like a mescaline addict. (laughs) (laughs) I love Bryce. (laughs) I think it was Bryce. I can't be certain. It sounds like something Bryce would say, honestly. So we find out that MJF is going to make a major announcement next week, and he wants Jericho to be there. I believe he's going to fake join the inner circle, but his ego will be too big and that's when we will get the announcement of his own little You can't join the inner circle unless you're fucking asked. Yeah. Jericho rejected his present, but then they laughed and shook heads. It was all over. So Jericho beat up a clown as a practical joke. Yes. <laughs> uh, just, just fucked up some dude just to play with joke on MJF. My God. Uh, and then we get the closing credits, which is amazing. <laughs> the credits were so good. I and loved it. The, every, uh, every bad guy in the company came out. And there's music. It was like the end of Saturday Night Live. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was wonderful. <laughs> Good stuff. The end of Saturday Night Live, but it should have been like when Kanye West was talking about Trump and everybody was trying to leave. <laughs> oh my God. Do you uh, remember that? Yes. Yes. And there I do. was yeah, there was one where they did that and they talked about it like the next week, and Pete Davidson was like, This is me deciding, whoop, I don't want to be associated with this. And it's him like sliding out the back oh of it. My God. It's so funny. All right. So uh <laughs> next week we're getting FTR versus best friends for the AEW tag team titles, Moxley versus Lance Archer for the AEW championship, Orange Cassidy versus Cody for the TNT championship, and Kip and Miro will be in action. They're gonna fight some peoples. Will Billy Mitchell be with them? I don't know. I I mean he probably wants too much money for that, but I would love it. 
<laughs> yeah, he probably does want too much money for that. He's After, a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, John, you should watch the documentary about him. It's fascinating. I, I need. So it's on Netflix too, Dan. Good for you. I had no. Yeah, I was like, I, who I, is this? I don't know. I actually uh, watched that documentary like a month ago because uh, I hadn't seen it in a while. I've heard so it's Billy great. Mitchell is fresh in my mind, and that's a weird sentence. Uh, <laughs> Goodness. All right. Do we have anything else, or should we just wrap it on up here? I feel uh, like it's late for some of us. For Dan, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, D- Dan, thank you for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I think it went better than I thought it would, except uh, I talked a lot, and I'm sorry to everyone no, who has to listen to that, it. Now. There's nothing uh, wrong with talking a lot I on this podcast. more than anyone. Don't you dare fucking steal my thunder. <laughs> yeah, but you're one of the hosts. You're allowed to. Mm, but but you're I our, you're our like special you guest, so you can uh, yeah. talk as much as you want. There you go. I've never been a special guest before. <laughs> yeah, don't be, don't be a shitty Ricky and not say anything when you're on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> my god uh dan where can the people find you on the social medias if you would oh, like man. them to yeah they can i don't know why they'd want to but uh uh at dan is a yeti on twitter i make far too many gifts of japanese wrestling and lately it's just lots of speculating about what? the idea if you would like dan to make you a gif of japanese wrestling he can do that as well because you prob- can't save gifts off of twitter i probably could yeah uh and yeah but lately my twitter is just a lot of speculating about the identity of daya inferno the new mm. evil guy at dragon gate because uh, i really need to know who that is yeah uh, i mean hopefully we find out soon they'll never tell us it's a, that's his that's a character it's not a mystery ah. so uh we'll just it's one of two people and we'll find out when the other person redebuts. yes <laughs> unless they boat there are two uh dia dragons then we'll never know <laughs> they're a tag team of the same character i don't know uh, they're like the killer bees yes you're just ruining these two young stars here <laughs> <laughs> they won't do that they know better they know better all right <laughs> so you can uh like us on facebook and follow us on twitter at tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at sailor moon salt you can follow johnny shivani there you go at jp thrice <laughs> subscribe to us on itunes stitcher spotify and still soundcloud if that's your jam just search for tornado tag radio please rate and review us as well I do take payments in the form of compliments. There you go. And John, you, I am not so sure about it. <laughs> well, if you want to support us, uh, notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy a shirt, buy a mug, buy whatever. Uh, Patreon.com slash notlg also. But most importantly, if you have a local shop that you really enjoy, um, support them any way you can. Like retweet them or, you know, buy stuff from them. Because, buy stuff from uh, them, post it after you've bought it. I've been doing that for things I find from Etsy. There so. you go. Perfect. And that um, that is uh, that's it for us this week. So join us again next week where we talk about AEW's one year anniversary. And man, I'm passing it on to Dan. There's only one thing left to do. So Dan, if you will, oh no, so much pressure. Uh, ring the bell. <laughs> Perfect. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.